All right, I'm super excited. Today, we have yet another awesome student success story. I got a chance to sit down with Kristen Hauser, who is a an alumni out of my Course Creator School program. And Kristen is a, she's an acupuncturist, a herbalist, and a somatic sex educator. She has a whole clinical practice, and she really decided to take her business and add a virtual online component and start creating and selling some online courses. So in today's episode, we're sitting down and talking about what that looked like for her, how she did it, what her business looks like today. And I think it'll be a really interesting conversation for you to listen to, especially if you're someone who is either in the health and wellness space or has been working one-on-one with clients and you're interested in maybe launching that first course or group offer and integrating a new revenue stream into your business. So I think you're going to enjoy it. Let's roll the tape. You're listening to The Course Creator Show, the podcast all about building your online course business. We talk about marketing strategy, making money, and creating a business with impact that gives you freedom and lights you up. I'm Gemma Bonham-Carter, a Canadian mom of two, a speaker, a real estate investor, a reality TV lover, and an online business strategist who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs create, launch, and scale their digital course businesses. Let's dive into this episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode. I am really excited. We have another one of our Course Creator School students here on the show today. Kristen Hauser, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me, Gemma. I am so excited to have you. So Kristen, do you want to let people, you have a really interesting niche that you uh, work in for your business. So do you want to let people know a little bit about like who you are and what you do? Yeah, of course. I'm an acupuncturist and an herbalist, um, a somatic sex educator, and my background is also in birth work and the yoga world. And now I really help women sort of take back their power around their reproductive health. So creating womb cycle vitality and hormonal resilience from all perspectives of the reproductive cycle. So fertility through postpartum. So working with women with menstrual health challenges, hormonal challenges, um, during pregnancy for like holistic prenatal care and then through the birthing and postpartum time. And how long have you been doing this kind of work? For about 10 years now okay. um, through various avenues. Uh, but yeah, around 10 years. And then I started a more clinical practice about seven years ago. Okay. And so talk to me about that because I think, you know, obviously people who are listening are more in the online business world and are either maybe thinking about creating and selling courses and group programs or are already doing that themselves. So why did you decide to pursue this uh, when your business was all, you know, very much in person or like bricks and mortar style? No, totally. So, I mean, my background is kind of an education as well. Like before I was doing this, Um, I was living abroad teaching English. And so I've always kind of had a teacher lens on things. Mm -hmm. And so when I got into the healthcare and wellness industry, I was um, coming kind of with that perspective of how important education is, like even in a clinical model. So then it kind of naturally was just a progression for me. So it was like, okay, I'm seeing a lot of the same issues that people have. And like, I'm getting tired of sort of repeating myself all the time. 
So that's when I started to really hone in on like, okay, this is where I'm like repeating, repeating, repeating. Why not make this into something that can reach more people and create more flexibility for me and also like empower people to make these choices and changes for themselves. Like they don't necessarily always need this intermediary step of me sort of walking them through it. Um, So it just seemed like a great fit for me. I love the online world as well. So I just sort of knew that I wanted to move in that direction. And how did you decide on that first program that you launched? Like what was the specific topic for that one? And tell us a little bit about how that went. So I launched my first online sort of group mentorship program when I was pregnant with my first baby. So that was back in 2016, 2017. And it was about fertility and sort of working through fertility challenges. And it was just a big part of my clinical work up until that point. So, um, that's kind of how I decided. And I just, it's just something I really love doing. So that's, and yeah, was that, was that largely like with your existing base of more like local clients? It was, it was a mix actually. Um, that first round, it was a lot of people that were already familiar with my work and kind of knew what I was all about. But then I did just through the marketing and stuff, I did get a few people that were like on the other side of the country or, you know, just hearing word of mouth or through social media. So I'd love to like, have you talk about that a little bit, because I think there's, it can be a big leap for people who have run businesses like the one that you started with to think about, okay, well, how do I now transition from before it was largely like probably word of mouth kind Mm -hmm. of like networking that style of marketing to grow a local practice and maybe getting some, maybe even getting some like press or visibility opportunities in like a local kind of way to then thinking about, okay, well, actually I'd like to go online and develop more of a, a virtual community of people and it doesn't matter where they live and sort of branching outside of your geographical boundaries. Did that require kind of a shift in thinking for you in terms of like how you run your business or how you show up or how you do content marketing or just marketing in general? It did in some ways. Yes. Like, because even still now, sometimes I have to differentiate like, okay, this is what like my clinical practice needs this kind of style of marketing, which is more being in the community, networking, creating really creating real relationships with other providers in, in my community. And then the online world, um, and not saying these don't intersect or overlap, but sometimes I do have to say like, okay, for the online world, I need to be doing more podcasts, um, you know, creating that social media content. I mean, I've done a lot of blogging so that mm-hmm. I've had a consistent blog for a long time, which really direct, like some of my blogs have done well, and that has really directed people my way. Um, and then I have a geographically diverse background and that has somehow really helped me. Um, my husband's German. So I've lived in Europe. My family's in the Midwest in the United States. So I've spent a lot of, I have a lot of community there and now I've lived on the West coast for 10 years. Mm -hmm. So having that like geographical diversity has helped me in some way. But I also think just the uh, consistency with blogging, consistency with social media and sort of diversifying the way that I go about my marketing channels, Mm -hmm. Uh, but still 
And this was true before I entered course creator school, but it's become like even more important since then is like the email, my email list is sort of like my main hub of where I can like have a lot of different tags for people and know who's local, who's not like all these different ways of tracking things. That's right. And have offers for different groups of those, like Mm -hmm. different segments of your, of your population there. So interesting. So back to creating and launching that group program and you've got several courses now or now. Yeah. That was my first one. I don't offer that anymore. Yeah. So tell us more about what it is you're doing these days. Yeah. So I offered that first one and it was really group mentorship style. So there was a lot of one-on-one like support and contact within that container. And then I had my first baby. And so I took some time off and then I got back into the clinical stuff a little bit, got back into, started getting back into the virtual stuff as well. And now I offer a couple of, have three different course offerings um, that are, yeah, just like all a little bit different. So one is really self-paced and kind of do at your own on your own. And that is a course around menstrual healing and kind of like the fertility stuff I was doing before, but also really focused on like menstrual healing and hormonal issues. And um, then I have a live offering that's for moms. Mm-hmm. postpartum moms, like kind of coming back to their sexuality and vitality sometime in that postpartum period. So that course can get women who are six months postpartum or six years postpartum. It's like pretty diverse group that usually comes to that course. And then, uh, twice a year, I offer a digestive reset with the, like that aligns with the fall and the spring transitions, just because it's something I do for myself and I've seen it to be really effective. So those are sort of my three main offerings right now. Amazing. So like you mentioned, you came into course creator school, which is a program that I have an offering that I have to help people really craft a great online course or group mm-hmm. programs type of offer and get it out, launched into the world and, you know, do a great job at marketing it. What would you say? Um, because you'd already put a group program out into the world. Was there anything specific that course creator school really like helped you do, or sort of, you felt like maybe shifted in how you were like running that part of your business? What were kind of the bigger wins, would you say, or things that you learned or took away from that program? Well, it was a lot. I mean, I really went all in with it and like created, um, my most recent course based on the work that I did through course creator school. Mm -hmm. So I really like did the market research and I, um, kind of map, you know, did all the mapping and went through and like, I feel like it really allowed me to create a program that solves a particular pain point or issue. Mm -hmm. Um, and that really just, it just helped me refine my language and make the offering more, uh, value or like value centered, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but something that I really like also really helped was it helped me set up, um, like a lead, ma- like a proper lead magnet that made sense for this particular offering. So I haven't done a lead magnet that leads into all my offerings, but when I went through course creator school, I was like, okay, I'm going to create a lead magnet for sure for this one thing. Um, so and did really you find that, that it really helped? Like, did it, what were the results of that? Well, I grew my email, like my email list has doubled probably in the last year. Wow. Um, So that really helped. So I offer a quit, essentially a quiz to kind of get to the root of your menstrual health challenge. And then that offers also like segmentation. So now I can reach out like to a specific group of people and say like, oh, I know you're dealing with this issue. 
here's what this course can offer. Um, so it's, it just like, it, it keeps on giving a return, I think, because I just keep refining things and uh, making it better. And now I'm at a phase where I'm like going into more of, I guess, what would be your passive project offering, mm-hmm. but like getting more into that realm of like setting up a funnel and it's taken a long time, but you know, I'm a mom, I have two kids at home. And like, I also have this clinical stuff going on. <laughs> that I love. Yes. So it's like, it took me about a year to do that, but I, it's like, I think without going through the course creator school, it would have taken me a lot longer even because I would have gotten so frustrated with different parts of it or felt like it's not working. And a big part, a big part of it is just like, even if, okay, if it's not working, then let's figure out why it's not working. And then like fix that or like change something music to my ears going because like eventually something will hit or something will work. Yeah. It's having that mentality that like a failure doesn't mean that you're a failure or your business is a failure or the idea is a failure. It means that it's a lesson and like we keep taking a next step forward. We're going to learn from it and be, you know, take a a different tact or a new strategy or shift things a little bit and watch what happens next. And that's really how I've grown my business. And I think that no matter how, you know, as you grow your business, like that still continues to be the mentality. It's not like you ever come to a place where everything is figured out and everything works. Like that's not just, that's not how it is. So um, was there anything, I guess, that felt, uh, surprising to you when you were launching your courses, um, or anything that stands out really as like a big lesson learned? Um, gosh, I would have to say, I think a lot of it is finding what works for your community. So that was, that's definitely been a learning curve is like, how much time do I need before I have a free webinar or something to get the most amount of signups? So I've tried different windows of like promoting it longer, promoting it mm. shorter. Um, for me, two weeks seems to be like the right amount of time to promote a free class offering, mm-hmm. um, which I know some people say you should do it shorter. Some people say longer. I don't know. For whatever reason, it's like finding the window that actually works for you. Yeah. Um, so that's been kind of surprising is just that you do have to troubleshoot things in every um, community is different because you're a different person, right? Like you're attracting a different crowd or whatever. So just playing with that a little bit has been, um, surprising. And then, yeah, I think that that's probably the main, the main thing. Yeah. That I think that that's a lesson that we can use (laughs) no matter what we're thinking about in our business is this idea of you might be watching what other people are doing or kind of sold on someone's Mm -hmm. plug and play system of, you know, achieving that result, but ultimately being able to learn strategy. I'm all about learning the strategies, but then bringing them in, making them your own and letting them go if they don't feel right for you in your business. And that's okay. And we all are going to have slightly different like ways in which we operate our business. And I think that that's something that that's part of like the mindset shift that I really try and encourage students both inside of course creator school and the passive project to get on board with is like just this idea that I want you to learn and test things out, but do ultimately end up doing things that 
light you up and using strategies that feel good for you because otherwise, you know, you're not going to get excited about your business. And maybe you'll even start feeling a little like you'll have those little pings of doubt or feeling some resentment or whatever that looks like. And your business is a really personal thing. So, yeah. And I think the customers or, you know, people you're working with, they like pick up on that ambivalence if there is any, any under the surface. And you obviously you don't want that to come across about your product, even though it's not necessarily about the product, it's about like the strategy or something kind of some conflict within yourself. So I think that's definitely an important point. Right. And so I know, um, like, can you talk, you don't need to share exact numbers, but did you find that, you know, putting effort into creating course offerings for your business from a revenue perspective was like really beneficial to your bottom line? Like, can you talk about that a little bit? In the months that I do a launch or I have um, one of my launches, like it's a significant increase in my income for that month. Mm -hmm. So um, since I I would say, I guess this last year, and since I started Course Creator School, it's like every time I'm doing a launch, it's consistently like 2K or more additional coming into my business that month. And then there's always also... Um, outside of those launch periods, there's additional sales that kind of come in from other promotions I might do or, or so, payment, payment plans, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like just other things like that. So, um, so yeah, I think it's and that's, really- and that's year one, like, cause ultimately what you're building, you've now built these leverageable assets that you don't need right. to go and reinvent the wheel every time. Right. So now it's just continuing to refine the way in which you're going to sell and those offers and bring new community into them. So, yeah, yeah I feel like it's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, because I really um, didn't get get started back into the virtual space or the course creation until my kids, until I had my second. So my first was two. I had another one, uh, my second child. So it was really not until she was six months old that I was like starting to pick things up again. That was 2019, mm-hmm. late 2019 that I kind of started again. Yeah. Well, this is, sounds amazing. Any other last pieces of um, like advice or anything for someone who might be listening to this, who maybe is in a similar position to you, or maybe has like a health, they're maybe in the health and wellness space even, or they do one-to-one client work and are maybe thinking about this as a next option for them in their business? I think there's just so many ways that you can do it. And it, you know, it has to make sense for you. And also um, it needs to be something you feel excited about, obviously. Like I have colleagues that are just not into the online space at all. And I think that's totally fine and that's great. Um, but it's something that I really love and I really want to pursue. So my level of commitment is pretty high. And I think that really helps. <laughs> yes. Like being, that's right. Having that long-term vision of where you're headed and being yeah. committed to seeing it through. You're right. That's one of the secret sauce things that people who are going to end up being really successful as course creators, they need that because it's yeah. not, it's not an overnight kind of scheme. Not, yeah. You're building for the long-term. So Kristen, this has been great. Where can people find out more about you and what you do and follow you online? So I'm pretty active over on Instagram at Kristen Hauser. And then you can check out my website, wombmedicine.com. Wombmedicine.com. Okay. We'll make sure that all those links are in the show notes. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for coming on the show today. So appreciate it. Thank you. 
That's a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you are ready to launch your first course, sign up for our free class in the show notes and unlock an invite into our signature program, Course Creator School. And if you've already launched your course and you're ready to scale, join us inside the Course Club, my membership community for experienced course creators. If you enjoyed this episode, leave me a rating or review or tag me over on Instagram at Gemma.BottomCarter. I'll see you next time on the Course Creator Show.